man, you want to see me animate on a stage? You get me talking about strengths-based development? You're going to have to pull me off that bad boy. Here we go, Thematics, episode number 5151. I am your host, Andy, from UnleashStrengths.com, and we're doing this via Facebook Live. Uh, a number of times I go on social media and I find people that are out there doing some amazing things, and they're talking about hustle, and they're talking about getting work done, and that's a great message to share, but I think there's one critical step that we're often missing, and I'm going to touch on that here in a little bit. Before I do that, though, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about an ebook that I have out, Five Steps to Kickstart in Your Top Five. If you go to UnleashRanks.com and you hit that subscribe button and you register using just your first name, email address, and possibly your top five, so maybe we can have a conversation in the future about you specifically, you can download that ebook. And it's just a simple five-step process that I came up with, five tactics, I'll say, for when you receive that, that assessment results and you're holding it in your hand, you think, now what? What do I do? Where do I go? I have these five words. Not all of them are in the English dictionary. Do they make sense? Yes or no? They're sitting here in front of me, and I could do one of two things. You could do what I did and shove it into your desk drawer for about 11 months until, poof, it reappears in your life. It makes a massive impact, and you decide to go out and become a Gallup Certified Strength Coach, which may not happen to everybody. Or you can just download that ebook, Five Steps to Kickstart in Your Top Five, and that will provide you with some insights into how you can apply those five tactics to leveraging your top five talents and really starting to move the needle forward towards strengths-based success. The other thing that I want to say is a happy birthday to Elvira, Elvira Schroeder. I, I always mess up her name, but she was kind enough to be a guest on our podcast long time ago. We were doing thematics and we were interviewing people and talking about their top five. And she was an amazing person to connect with via Skype and conduct that interview. And I'll put a link to that interview in the show notes. But today I opened up Facebook and I saw it's her birthday. So I'm going to dedicate episode number 51 of thematics to Elvira. Again, probably butchered her name, but with the last name like Sokolovich, I'm used to it. <laughs> Gary V. Everybody knows Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss, author of The 4-Hour Workweek, and a guy that I've come to kind of know and respect just through his blogs and his podcast, Donald Miller from StoryBrand. All these guys are successful entrepreneurs. They talk about the hustle. They talk about the work ethic. They talk about what you need to do in order to succeed, but what do they have in common? If you look at it, what they have in common is they are doing what? They're leveraging their natural abilities to get stuff done. How do I know this? You can just see it. You don't have to be a Gallup certified strengths coach to see when somebody is firing on all cylinders. They're operating within that strengths zone. So while I don't know these three individuals personally, I could honestly say if I was to sit down with them and talk to them about their weaknesses, they'd say, I choose to manage those, but I know where my sweet spot is. I know where I need to be in order to be effective and have maximum results. And so far, they've been able to demonstrate that, whether it be through their books, their podcast. Gary Vaynerchuk does some awesome stuff on YouTube, put out a new book that I absolutely love. These guys are killing it. There's not some magic pill. They didn't pop a pill in the morning and just made themselves successful. They hustled. And that's why I'm using the hashtag strengths hustle, because not only did they hustle, but my guess is that they knew their talents. 
They may not have been looking at her talents using the five terms that we usually associate with our top five, but they knew what they were good at. They knew what made their heartbeat. They knew what made that thing that hangs on your wall that has the numbers and the dials on it that tells you what time of day it is, the clock. They knew how to make that thing just stop. Because when you're engaged in that strength zone, when you're doing something you love, that clock no longer matters. It doesn't matter. And you'll notice that. It's happened to you already. You've had times where you've been sitting back and you've been engaged in something that you absolutely love. And next thing you know, you look at the clock and hours have flown by. And you sit back and you look at all the work you've been able to accomplish. And work's probably not a good term because it's not work. You love it. It's something that engages you. It's something that gets you moving, gets you excited. That's the strength zone. And these guys and girls that are out there just crushing it, entrepreneurs, everybody, they're in that zone. That's the only way they can maintain the stamina and the passion to do what they do. And it's awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little envious of it. I'm still, you know, at, I just turned 35. I know my top five, strategic, futuristic, woo, ideation, communication. I'm still trying to find where I sit. Where, where is that strength zone for me? I know what I'm good at. I know what I do well, but you know, there comes a time where you got to monetize that, right? And that's the key. When you can monetize, you can earn an income doing something you absolutely love. And I talked to someone the other day and I said to them, what do you love? What do you love doing? And she didn't want to tell me at first. And she said, well, organizing a closet. And I said, what's wrong with that? She goes, oh, it's stupid. People pay money will hire you to come into their house and organize their closet. If that's your talent, if that's your strength, if that's what you do well, you have an opportunity to make money doing it. Get inside that strength zone and make it happen. You know, I pose this question here on BeLive.tv, and obviously when you're listening to this broadcast, this will be done and it'll just be a podcast, but I pose the question, why is understanding your strengths important? You can focus all day on your weaknesses, all day. If you work for a boss or you work for a large corporation, we've often been told, and I've experienced it, where you sit down and you have that six-month or that one-year review, and at 80% of that time where you're sitting there in an awkward conversation with your supervisor, what are they focusing on? What are they forcing you to focus on? Areas in your performance where you can do better. If not 80%, 90%. If not 90%, 98% of the time is focused on helping you and this is supposed to be professional development, helping you realize where your shortcomings are and how you should fix it. So the last two sentences in a performance report is going to highlight what you did well. That's crazy. Why not for 98% of it tell you what you did well, what you crushed, and as a manager, as a leader, develop opportunities for you to continue to do that. And if there's areas in your performance where you're weak, or you need some help, then find a way to manage those. But don't focus on it to the point where it's just debilitating. You leave, you feel drained, you feel exhausted. There's no productivity in that whatsoever. Nothing good will come of that. I guarantee it, nothing. When 98% of your time is sitting there nitpicking bullet points of how you can make yourself better, not constructive criticism, by the way. If you want to continue to earn a paycheck, this is what you're going to have to do to earn that paycheck. We know these aren't your natural talents, but... This is what you've been hired to do because you sit within the confines of a job description. And if you're asked to do something that's not within your job description, oh my. That's crazy. So 98% of your time needs to be focusing on what you do well and how you can leverage those talents in order to make things happen for both you and the company you work for.
If you're driven to succeed, you focus on strengths. Easy. That's simple. You can sit back all day and say, well, easier said than done. No, it's it's simple. If you are driven to succeed and you want to be alive at the finish line and in good physical condition and don't aren't on uh, a, something to lower your blood pressure, lower your cholesterol, you have anxiety issues, you're on sleeping pills because it's been so hard to get there. I mean, what good is that? What good is it when you get to the finish line, you can actually absorb and eat the fruits of your labor, yet you're physically so broken down that you can't even handle it anymore, but you did it doesn't make sense. But if you're in the strength zone and you do all of that, you're happy. You're sleeping well. Your blood pressure is stable. You're passionate. And when you get to that finish line, man, you'll be in tip-top shape, ready to take the line, draw it out another 100 miles, and restring it up again because you've got a new project you're working on. That's what gets me motivated. That's what gets me pumped, and that's why I love StrengthsFinder. You know, I often talk about the 34 themes that are out there. That's great. Those are good. They need to be there. They provide structured strengths finder in the assessment. But this concept, the theory behind strengths-based development, that's what really gets my blood pumping. That's what I get jazzed about. Man, you want to see me animate on a stage? You get me talking about strengths-based development? You're going to have to pull me off that bad boy. Because I love, I love helping people realize their strengths, their talents, and how it motivates them to do awesome stuff. So I'm going to hop off my virtual soapbox here a little bit because that kind of went off in a direction that I wasn't originally planning on. So you're sitting there and you have a goal in front of you. And I want to talk to you about strengths mind mapping. You have a goal in front of you. Write it on a chalkboard or go to websites like uh, mindmeister.com that's out there. And that's a digital uh, mind mapping tool. Really cool. I subscribe to it. It's like 10 bucks a month, but I have the app on my iPad, on my desktop, on my iPhone, and allows me to build these mind maps. Again, what is a mind map? So what I want you to do is take that goal, write it in the center in big letters and circle it. Then I want you to make little five legs coming off that initial circle, like legs of a spider. And I want you to write your top five in there. For me, strategic, futuristic, woo, ideation and communication. And then underneath those, I want you to put little sub bullets that talk about how you're going to leverage that talent to get you where you need to go to reach that goal. Now, your mind map may be small and focused or may be massive and take up a whole wall. Either way, I want you to have a goal and then the conduits that's going to get you to that goal, the paths that you are going to need to take, the roadmap is going to be leveraging those five talents. And I have an example of mind map that I used and I actually included in the book, Five Steps to Kickstart in Your Top Five, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. But I found that to be a great way for me to just ditch the clutter, right? Because like I said, I was on a podcast the other day with Rhonda Boyle and she said to me about mind mapping. I said, you know, there's a lot of positive results that comes from knowing what you're not going to do. Okay. I think we often forget that we want to develop a plan. How are we going to get there? How are we going to get from point A to point B? How are we going to do this? Yet we don't take the time to actually eliminate the steps we're not willing to take at least on our own. Gallup has a great book out called Power of Two. If you know there's an area in your plan where you're weak or you have a lesser talent for, find somebody else, outsource it. Okay. And I'll talk about that and some tools that I use for outsourcing here in a second. The other great tool that allows you to focus on your top five and increase that chance of success and really engage in your strengths hustle is the action planning tool. 
Now, I have my action planning tool here. Every person that took the basic assessment, right? You took the assessment, the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment, you got your top five. Remember, if you go to unlock your full 34, you do not need to take the assessment again. The first time you take the assessment, you get your top five. That's what you paid for. There's an additional investment made to get the full 34, but do not take it again because you want your full 34. You have them there. It's already there. You just got to unlock it. And that's what the cash money does, right? But you'll go to your gallopstrengthcenter.com. You'll log in and you'll have some, you'll have a thing called the action planning tool, which is over on the right-hand side and it's linked. I'll do a screenshot of it on the show notes to show you where mine sits. And basically I have my full 34. So this goes... This goes theme by theme and tells me how I should apply these, maybe some tactics. Say I have woo, but I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with it, right? It's cool to say I have woo. I like to be in a crowd. I like the stage time, right? One, choose a job in which you can interact with many people over the course of a day. For those of you like me who the vision of what hell would look like is sitting in a cubicle for eight hours a day. And some people love that and it works. But to me, that lack of ability to interact with people would just be unbearable. I don't know how I would do it. I need to interact with people. I need to brainstorm. Join local organizations, volunteer for committees, and find out how to get on the social list of influential people and where you live. Read these every once in a while. You got this report. You paid for this report. If you didn't, your employer did or somebody did for you. Break this out and look at it. There's some really great suggestions that I've been able to actually take and leverage to make things work, make my life easier. Isn't that the goal? We're all looking for simplicity. We want to get from point A to point B quicker. But in order to do that, you have to lubricate the process. Only some behaviors can be learned. Outsource it. You're only going to learn some behaviors. We've identified that. There's some things that are just going to be very difficult for you to learn, to absorb the information, and then have the ability to apply the information, right? There's, there's, a, big, there's a big key. There's a big insight for me. When I was an air traffic controller for almost 12 years, there were people that would crush it on the tests. Crush it. Crush it. Sit behind a computer and just... Brrr, knock them all out, walk away with, you know, high 90s or 100%, nailed it. And then when they took their headset and they walked up to the control tower, they sat behind a radar screen and they plugged that headset in and they keyed up on a live frequency talking to live pilots, all that information they learned, they could not apply. They knew the rules. You ask them in a training room, they know the rules. They know the altitudes. They know the directions of flight. They know the frequencies. When it's time to actually apply it in a real life scenario, they could not do it. That's why there was a 75% washout rate. Because it's one thing to know the information and take the test. There's another thing to apply it. And that threads nicely in this whole strengths-based conversation that we're having today. Knowing what your top five are is different than applying it. So use some of those tools. And when you find those areas of weaknesses, outsource them. What do I mean by outsource? Well, for instance, with my business, when I started up, sitting behind a computer screen working on proposals and sending out invoices and budgets and doing all the things that I thought I needed to do, because I did, right? But I'll say that I thought I needed to do were false and they were crushing me because they were taking me out of my element. They were forcing me out of that strength zone. 
So what did I do? I outsourced it. And there's some really cool tools that are out there that you can leverage to outsource some things. And I highly recommend as you look into these, especially if you are an entrepreneur and you may be having a hard time with content creation or you're having a hard time with you know, proofreading your blog posts before they go out. You just don't have enough time. If you're seeking guest bloggers or whatever it is out there, don't stop doing what you need to do to grow your business because you don't have the time to do it outsource it. I'm telling you, there's cost-effective ways to do that. And some of them that I love, elance.com, that's E, like the letter E, lance.com, upwork.com, or Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Now, Fiverr, here's a, here's some word of warning. People do things in $5 increments. Your work that you're going to get from Fiverr is not always going to be stellar. Remember, you get what you pay for. But if you're just starting out and $5 is something you can work into a marketing or advertising budget and you need somebody to create a sweet little infographic for you, think about investing $5, $10, $15 and having somebody do it for you because it's not going to serve any good or be effective at all if it doesn't exist. So sit back and make as many excuses as you want. If you don't know how to do it, find somebody who does. Outsource it. I'll put links in the show notes, but elance.com, upwork.com. Upwork's actually my favorite. And then, of course, a low-cost option is fiverr.com. And, and all this stems back to kind of a point that I'll make. People who leverage their strengths are more productive, period. I don't even think you can argue with that. I do not think you could change that sentence and say people who leverage their weaknesses are more productive. That would make absolutely no sense. People who leverage their lesser talents are more productive. That would make no sense. People who focus on their lesser talents or weaknesses are probably miserable. And those are not the people that I want to hang out with. I want to hang out with people who understand that they're unique. They're one of a kind. They have abilities and skills that I do not have. And they're pumped and they're motivated not only to help me, but allow me to help them in areas where they may have lesser talents. That's collaboration. That's the power of two. The common theme around this whole podcast, this whole broadcast, episode number 51, is around the strength hustle. They go hand in hand. Open up Facebook. You can watch Gary Vaynerchuk talk about hustle. Do work. Get it done. No excuses. You get out of it what you put into it. But there's one step before you do any of that that you have to do. Understand where your strengths lie. Understand your natural talents. Because you can put in a tremendous amount of effort. But if you're doing all that effort by leveraging areas where you have lesser talent or weakness and you're not seeking out opportunities to outsource that, I do not think you'd be successful. And if you are, like I said earlier, you're going to get to that finish line, that pinnacle of what you determine success is. You're going to be so physically beaten down and tired, you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. For all you people that are out there watching, and for those that are listening to this broadcast right now, I want to give you a little gift. Um, so I wrote an ebook called Strengths-Based Marketing and Advertising. And what I did is I took the 34 themes that are provided through the Gallup Strengths Assessment, and I took those 34 themes and I determined if they were a customer, how do they make their purchase, purchase decision? Excuse me. How did they determine what they're going to buy and why? And I worked through that. So each page has just your theme and then a description of how I believe, Andy Sokolovich, that those people that own that theme and that is dominant in their makeup of their full 34 and maybe sits on their top five or number one, how they make that purchase decision. What 
generates that feeling of I'm going to buy this and I'm going to buy it now. For those of you that are out there that are selling goods and services, you're trying to do the online hustle or you got a physical storefront, I suggest you download that book. You go to unleashstrengths.com forward slash TA51. Again, that's TA Tango Alpha 51 and you hit enter, you'll have an opportunity to go in there and subscribe. Just throw in your first name and your email address. It'll get sent through MailChimp, come to your inbox. You'll have to click on the whole thing that you're going to subscribe. And then boom, you'll be presented with a link where you can download that PDF. Lastly, call to action. If you're looking for a keynote speaker for your next conference, seminar, event, consider me, Andy Sokolovich, the Gallup Certified Strengths Finder Coach to come into your venue and teach you guys about the awesome power of strengths-based development. I have a whole bunch of packages that are available out there for my coaching as well as for keynotes. Shoot me an email, andy at unleashstrengths.com. Again, that's A-N-D-Y at unleashstrengths.com. Thank you once again for tuning into the show. Next episode of Thematics, episode number 52, I'll be focusing on my bottom talent out of my 34 and that is, folks, consistency. That's right. Consistency is my number 34. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit about that theme. And I'm going to work my way up. So instead of going from the top five down, I'm going to start at the bottom, work my way up. It'll be a learning experience for not only you guys, the listeners, but also for me because I don't often focus on my lesser talents, right? That defeats the whole purpose. Focus on strengths. All right, everybody. My name is Andy Sikolich from UnleashStrengths.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. See ya.